Good morning, everyone, and welcome to today's focus for Wednesday, January the 25th, 2023, at 11.07 a.m. Central Time. Today's focus, 90 seconds to midnight. Today's focus is 90 seconds to midnight. You may be familiar with that phrase. You may have heard that phrase used a lot recently in the news, but we're going to listen to the announcement that all of us are 90 seconds away from midnight, that the world right now is closer to complete catastrophe, to to the demise of civilization. We are closer than we have ever been because we're 90 seconds to midnight. Here is the official announcement of the current situation. Good morning. I'm Rachel Bronson, president and CEO of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists. I'm pleased to welcome you to today's virtual press conference hosted at the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. I'd like to start by thanking President Mary Robinson and President Elbagdorsh Chakia of the Elders for joining us today. I would like to thank the Harris School of Public Policy at the University of Chicago for its ongoing partnership and for serving as the Bulletin's home institution. I would also like to thank our many supporters, foundations, corporations, and individuals from around the world who make opportunities like today possible. My colleagues and I join you this morning to update you on the 2023 time of the Doomsday Clock. The Science and Security Board of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists sets the Doomsday Clock each year to answer two important questions. Is humanity safer or at greater risk this year compared to last year? And is humanity safer or at greater risk this year compared to the more than 75 years we have been asking the question. The time on the doomsday clock represents the judgment of leading science and security experts about the threat to human existence, with a focus on man-made threats, nuclear risk, climate change, and new disruptive technologies, including biotechnologies. We at the Bulletin believe that because humans created these threats, we can reduce them. But doing so is not easy, nor has it ever been. And it requires serious work and global engagement at all levels of society. The Doomsday Clock was created in 1947 and has become one of the most powerful and most recognized graphic representations. Since its inception, the Bulletin's Doomsday Clock has has been set closer and farther away from midnight. In 2020, we set the clock the closest it has ever been to midnight at 100 seconds. It has been set as far away as 17 minutes to midnight at the end of the Cold War. The reasoning for why we set the time where we do can be found in our annual statement that accompanies our announcement and is available on our website. Today, the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists is releasing its 2023 statement, which will be available shortly at thebulletin.org. Following the announcement of the time, we will proceed to hear from experts and world leaders about why we set the time where we did and what we can do about it. In 2020, when when we first set the clock at 100 seconds to midnight, I stood before you and noted 
that the world had entered the realm of a two-minute warning, a period when danger is high and the margin for error is low. I noted then that the moving of the clock closer to midnight moves us into a period that requires newfound vigilance and focus from leaders and citizens alike. The move from minutes to seconds emphasizes our proximity to midnight. When the Science and Security Board kept the clock at 100 seconds to midnight in January 2022, we called out Ukraine as a potential flashpoint in an increasingly tense international security environment. We noted that without swift and focused action, truly catastrophic events were more likely. And then when the clock stands at 100 seconds to midnight, the moment is both perilous and unsustainable. In February 2022, weeks after our announcement, our fears were borne out when Russia invaded Ukraine. In March of 2022, the bulletin issued a statement that condemned the illegal and dangerous invasion of Ukraine by Russia and called on all countries to denounce Russia's actions and President Putin's outrageous threats of nuclear use. Russia's thinly veiled threats to use nuclear weapons remind the world that escalation of the conflict by accident, intention, or miscalculation is a terrible risk. The possibilities that the conflict could spin out of anyone's control remains high. As UN Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez warned this past August, the world has entered a time of nuclear danger not seen since the height of the Cold War. The war's effects also undermine global efforts to combat climate change as countries dependent on Russian oil and gas have expanded investment in natural gas, and Russia's false accusations that Ukraine planned to use radiological dispersal devices, chemical weapons, and biological weapons take on a new meaning as well. The continuing stream of disinformation about bioweapons laboratories in Ukraine raises concerns that Russia itself may be thinking of deploying such weapons. There is no clear path for forging a just peace that discourages future aggression under the shadow of nuclear threat. The U.S. government, its NATO allies, and Ukraine have multitude of channels for dialogue. We urge leaders to explore all of them to their fullest ability. With this in mind, we are releasing today's statement in English, Russian, and Ukrainian. It is the first time we have done this, and we hope it garners the attention it deserves in the capitals most affected. Joining us to reveal the 2023 time on the Doomsday Clock are Siegfried Hecker, Chair of the Bulletin's Board of Sponsors, Director Emeritus of the Los Alamos National Laboratory, and a Professor of Practice at Texas A&M University and the Middlebury Institute of International Studies at Monterey. Daniel Holtz, Co-Chair of the Science and Security Board and a Professor in the Department of Physics and Astronomy and Astrophysics at the University of Chicago, Sharon Squassoni, co-chair of the Bulletin Science and Security Board, research professor at the Institute for International Science and Technology Policy at the Elliott School of International Affairs at the George Washington University, Mary Robinson, chair of the Elders and former president of Ireland, Elbegdor Tsakia, member of the Elders, and former Prime Minister and President of Mongolia. Today, the members of the Science and Security Board move the hands of the doomsday clock forward, largely, though not exclusively, because of the mounting dangers in the war in Ukraine. We move the clock forward the closest it has ever been to midnight. It is now 
90 seconds to midnight. And there you have it. The official announcement of the doomsday clock setting for this year. And it's 90 seconds to midnight. According to a press release, I quote, the Science and Security Board of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists said the move, the closest to widespread calamity humanity has ever been judged to be was largely through the, was largely though not exclusively due to the war in Ukraine. Let me read that again. The Science and Security Board of the Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists said the move, the closest to widespread calamity humanity has ever judged to be, was largely, though not exclusively, due to the war in Ukraine. 90 seconds to midnight. 90 seconds until the calamity of of everything to the the end of humanity the disaster the the i mean just everything doomsday now when you hear that announcement i know many of you will be like yeah whatever who cares doesn't mean anything i don't care here we go. Yeah, just i don't care in any way shape or form doesn't mean anything those so-called experts get it wrong all the time they're always telling us we're five seconds away from disaster and many will just dismiss it don't really care and be dismiss and be dismissive over the entire concept. And in one way, I do understand that. I do understand that that time and time again, we're told that hey, because you know we've got you know five years until we're not going to be able to breathe. You know, ten years until you know we're all going to burn up because of the sun. Like I, I know that we've heard lots of those announcements, and I know that there is a tendency. I can't speak for everyone. I know. I feel like typically it's men who are like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, who cares? Maybe women do the same thing, but I know men tend to be the ones who are the most dismissive and just disregard it. But, 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 but. I have also seen time and time and time and time again where we'll get weather warnings, right? about a hurricane, about a flood, about a blizzard. I mean, I mean, I see this happens every single time. I'll be watching all of the announcement. This massive storm is coming. The, the weather channel, all the different weather apps will be like, take precaution, do this, do that. Don't go here, get off the road. Don't travel. Don't do this. Don't do that. I'll be like, man, this looks bad. And then it will, you know, somewhere either during the storm or right after the storm, you know, we lost 15 people or 20 people died here. And, and almost, and, and sometimes when the reporters are talking to people associated with the tragedy, they'll be like, we just, we had no idea that it was coming. We were, it came out and I'm like, it came out of nowhere. There was like a three week warning that the hurricane was possibly headed your way. It was like a two week warning that the blizzard was headed your way. I knew about it and I'm here in Texas where it was 80 degrees and I knew the blizzard was coming. So sometimes I have seen people be dismissive, disregard. They just don't even pay attention. And then when disaster happens, they're like, I just don't understand. So I, we have to at least acknowledge that there is a tendency within at least humanity to sometimes disregard the warnings, disregard the danger that is approaching. Now, I don't know if we're 
truly 90 seconds away from midnight, truly 90 seconds away from disaster of, of basically, you know, a calamity that wipes out humanity. I By no means am I going to say that or even, you know, buy into that. But at the same time, I do believe that we should at least take into consideration all the different things that are always happening around us and at least consider, well, things are bad, where are things headed, and then ask ourselves some important questions as a Christian. How should we react as a Christian, as a believer, with the news that the doomsday clock has been set 90 seconds to midnight? Should we just be dismissive of it, or should we say, wow, if if humanity is that close to some type of calamity, if humanity is that close to doomsday, then as a Christian, what should I be concerned about? What should be my focus, right? Should my focus be more on the kingdom of God, more trying to tell people about the gospel? Like, like what should my, what should, where should I be preoccupied? How should I think about it? Another thing, so so like, where should my priorities be? What should my focus be if we even consider the possibility that we're 90 seconds to midnight? All right. Another another thing is when whenever we're the the doomsday clock gets moved closer and closer and closer to midnight, and now we're closer than we've ever been. The closest before was a hunt was what uh, like a hundred seconds to midnight. Now we're ninety seconds to midnight. We're closer than we've ever been. Whenever that's happening, whenever it's getting moved forward, you know there are a lot of things happening in society. You know that there is war. There's lots of things going on. And I know this as Christians, when we see all of those things going on, sometimes we have a tendency within the church to start looking for solutions and start looking for fixes to problems that have nothing to do with Christianity. In other words, Christianity almost abandons the gospel, abandons biblical theology, abandons biblical solutions, and we start turning to things like politics, culture wars to try to fix it. But those things will not fix it. So I think number one as a Christian, when we see that the clock is set 90 seconds to midnight, we need to make up the priority, you know, the kingdom of God, the priority, the things of God, the priority and, and doing uh, once again, I mean, we can't force anything on people, but just doing what we can to look for opportunities to share the gospel and disciple people. I think, I think that 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 should always be a priority, but if we're 90 seconds to midnight, then it should be even more of a priority. Even if you're, even if you're skeptical of where the doomsday clock is set, it should just be a reminder that guess what? Everyone's doomsday clock is set and you don't know where yours is or mine is. I may have 90 seconds. I may have 90 minutes. I may have 90 hours. I don't know. I may have a month, but we're, but the end is fast approaching for all of us, right? Every every second we're one second closer to our death. Every second you're one set close well, every minute you're a minute closer. Every hour you're an hour closer. Every day you're a day closer. Every month you're a month closer to the end of your life and my life. So 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 I think we have to constantly reevaluating where our priorities are. But number two, as I so number one, we gotta make sure we we have the right priorities. Number two, we two, we gotta make sure we don't look to wrong solutions. We don't, we don't, we don't abandon the gospel, the word of God, the truth of God, and start looking to try to fix the world 
through politics and culture wars and all of these other things. I think we can get distracted. We got to maintain the right priority and we can't be distracted by wrong solutions. I think, I think that's very important because whenever the world get, gets worse and worse and worse per se, however we want to describe that, I think Christians want, I think, I think many t- cases the motivation is right to fix it, but we want to fix it by in many cases first denying the real problem, which is depravity. And in many cases, what we have a tendency to do is to, is to forget what what we're, we're what we're supposed to be focused on? I'm sorry, I'm getting distracted because for some weird reason, uh, a notification was sent out by uh, the sermons uh, ser- uh, the Church One app that uh, I don't know. I guess we lost connection. I don't know what happened. See, Doomsday is happening right here. No, but seriously, and and and, and being as serious as I can be, I think we have to get our 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 focus right and not get distracted in trying to fix things with. With the wrong solution, we, we, it's almost like as Christians, we see the problems and we want to abandon the gospel. We want to abandon scripture and we want to, we want to get, we want to focus on these other things and we cannot do that. We just cannot do that. We've got to maintain the right priority. We've got to, we've got to maintain the right pri- priority uh, because if, if we don't do that, then, then, then we're in trouble and we've got to make sure that we we don't get distracted by looking to solutions that are not biblical, all right? I think number three, all right, I think a third thing that we should think about, and I think this is important, is I think in some ways we have to remember, and, and, and I know that, that the problem with the third point is that some people use this the third point to be dismissive of everything. But I think the third point is we do have to remember ultimately God is the one who determines when doomsday is here. God will determine when the end of humanity on earth is. is. God will determine when the end of the earth has arrived, when there will be a new heaven and a new earth. He is the one who will ultimately decide. He is the one who will ultimately decide. Now, I know that can lead to a mentality that says, well, then I'm not going to listen to any of these warnings. I'm not going to look. I know when I know God determines, you know, the end. He, he, I mean, he's the author. He's the, he's the author and finisher. He's the, he's the beginning and the end. He's the alpha and the omega. I, I understand that. But at the same time, I think it doesn't mean that we can be dismissive of warnings and the state of the situation around us. But at the same time, so we got to have a balance here. We can be, we can take the warning seriously or at least consider it, but at the same time, not lose our minds, but maintain that God is ultimately in charge. I, I think there's a balance there. I, th- I think we have to maintain a balance. So number one, we got to maintain the right priority, which is the kingdom of God, the gospel, discipleship, evangelism. Number two, we can't turn to wrong solutions to the problems and abandon Christianity. Number three, we have to remember God is sovereign. And I just realized, kind of ironic, that over here next to me, there's a Bible that's open. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even looking over there, but then when we got the notification that for some weird reason, the Church One app sent out another notification that usually indicates we lost connection. So I'm over here like trying to talk, but looking over at that, I realize right next to me is a Bible. 
and it's open. It literally is open to Psalm 46. I, I didn't even, I didn't even realize. I just, as soon as I looked over looking at the little indicator to see if we had lost connection, I noticed, wait, Psalm 46 is open. And immediately my mind, knew, I know what Psalm 46 says. Let me read it to you. I'm just going to read from the Bible that's uh, sitting here. Psalm 46, God is our refuge and strength, a helper who is always found in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not be afraid, though the earth trembles and the mountains topple into the depths of the seas, though its waters roars and foams and the mountains quake with its turmoil. No, we're not going to be afraid in any of that because we're going to trust in God. Doesn't mean we, we ignore this. Doesn't mean we ignore the warnings. It doesn't mean that we go stand there on the edge of the, of the, of the cliff when it's getting ready to topple into the ocean. It just means that we trust in God in the midst of it and through it. Uh, they, uh, the Psalm, well, I'll just, I'll just stop right there. Psalm 46, you can just meditate on the rest of Psalm 46. Um, yeah, you can you can read all of it, but the point is, is we we are to trust in God. Just interesting that that's the that's the scripture was open. I didn't have it. I don't even know why it was open there. I think I just when I laid the Bible down, it just that's the the page it flipped to, and it just fits perfectly with this. I, I don't I don't know I don't know how to feel about it. Right when when I heard the announcement, you know, the Doomsday Clock has set ninety seconds to midnight. I mean, I, I would just be honest. There was a part of me like, well, okay, we've heard this before. We've heard, you know, how some experts saying we're all, you know, the humanity is doomed and we're all going to die. But at the same time, I thought, you know, these, these leading scientists, whatever areas of expertise they have, they are at least concerned that they've moved the doomsday clock closer to midnight than it's ever been. So I should at least take it cons- seriously. So then I started thinking, well, what does that mean to me as a Christian? So I start, well, okay, what's my priorities? Do I have the right priorities? My priorities, priorities, the kingdom of God, evangelism, discipleship. I can't always say that that's the case. You know, you know that as well. I think I do a pretty good job, my own personal. I don't really look to solutions outside of the scripture. I don't look to politics to solve anything. I don't look to, I think, you know, I think I think the, our, our, the problems almost always come from depravity and sin, and the only solution to that is the gospel. Uh, so I don't I don't get caught up in culture wars and running around with all of that stuff. I understand that the problems ultimately are spiritual, and that we have to use spiritual war uh, weapons, not carnal weapons. So I, I I think I do a pretty good job with that one. I, I don't know about number one. I, I think number two I do a pretty good job. Number three. I do remember that God is sovereign. I do. I like. I, I I'm very good with that. But I I, I try to maintain a, a balance. Right. God is sovereign, but I'm not going to go stand in front of a train. Right. God is sovereign, but I, it's not. I'm not going to heed the warnings of a blizzard or a hurricane or a tornado. I'm going to at least take that into consideration. God is sovereign. But I have my annual physical and get my labs drawn to make sure that everything is okay. I check my blood pressure and I, I do things like that. Like there's a balance there, right? 90 seconds to midnight. 
do we really think it is? Do we really care? I guess my the way I feel about it is I don't think personally. This is my own personal feelings, maybe based off my own life experiences. experiences. I don't think that I am as aware of the possible calamity facing humanity. I, I don't know if I am as aware of doomsday facing humanity and the world as I'm more aware painfully aware, like almost obsessed at times with a reality that I know that my own day of death will occur. Like I am, I, I, it's what having my mother die at a young age profoundly scarred me, making me realize every second of every day those are important seconds because before you know it, those seconds turn into minutes and those minutes turn into hours and those hours turn into days and those days turn into weeks and those weeks turn into months and those months turn into years. And they, and before you know it, you just lost so much time. It's just, it's just gone. And the next thing you know, I mean, it's like, you don't even know, you're not even paying any attention. And all of a sudden there's a knock on the door and you open the door and it's death. And boom, you're gone. So that that's why I am so time conscious, right? Like I, I, that's why I hate things like sleep. That's why I hate things like eating because it's like, those are minutes just gone. Like, you know, I, I, I always make the joke, but I see sleep is nothing more than practicing for death. I, I, that's all I see sleep is. Sleep is that you're just, pra- it's like dress rehearsal for death. I'm like, why do I, I don't need to have a dress rehearsal. I don't need to practice. I don't need to practice for it. I don't, I don't. Because those are eight hours of what? Eight, nine, five, four, three hours, whatever it is. It, what, nothing. There's just time that's gone. It's like, to me, sleep is like taking time and just, there, I threw it across the room, just throwing it away. It's gone. Nobody gets to the end of their life, their doomsday clock, and they're laying on the hospital bed going. If only I could have slept a little bit more. If only I could have slept a few more minutes. Nobody says that. They regret, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have said this. I wish I would have experienced this. I wish I would have told them I love them. I wish I, all these, that's where the regrets are. Not in, I wish I would have gotten an extra nap on a Sunday. So it blows my mind. I don't understand that concept in any way, shape, or form. So I guess for me, I do, like I, I 90 seconds to midnight for society doesn't have the same impact on me because I'm sitting there thinking, when is my 90 seconds to midnight? Am I going to get the 90 second warning? Am I going to get a two minute warning? Am I going to get a five minute warning? Am I going to get a six minute warning? Because my day of death is fast approaching. I don't, and when I say fast approaching, I've been saying that since I was like, I don't know, 
14, 15. I just have always had this never-ending sense that death is on its way. So make the most of this moment because who knows? And so, and sometimes that's led me to have kind of a, like, I'm not going to worry about that because it doesn't matter. Like trying to more focus on things that I think that matter. I don't know. Well, but then I do focus on things that supposedly don't matter. But then I look at that as trying to enjoy life. So so I, I guess I'm constantly conflicted by this. So 90 seconds to midnight. I mean, does it mean anything to you? You may be thinking you're way overthinking this. Well, I, but at this, <laughs> these are the things that keep me up at night. All right. As a Christian, 90, the doomsday clock has been set 90 seconds to midnight. One, we got to keep our priorities. It's got to still be evangelism, the kingdom of God, and discipleship. We can all agree with that, right? Number two, we can't allow that the world's crumbling and falling apart and possibly 90 seconds away from doomsday to lead us to basically abandon the scripture and try to go fix the world through politics and policy and protest and boycott and censorship and all the other nonsense Christians find themselves doing. We just abandon Christianity to basically just become another ideological political force to fix the world into our, to try to shape the world into our own image. And that's not the biblical approach. Number three, we have to remember God is sovereign, but sovereignty doesn't mean that we ignore the warnings. I, I truly believe God is sovereign. But if I lived in an area where there's a, a massive, you know, a, a massive Category Five hurricane coming my way, I, I believe God is sovereign. I'm getting out of the way. All right. I, I if if a massive blizzard is going to hit at 4 p.m. and they're saying stay off the roads because travel, you may find yourself trapped and we can't come get you. I'm not going out on the roads at 4 p.m. for a blizzard. Like those are just like I I don't think that that's an like some Christians are like it it doesn't matter. Well, no. Listen, your God God is sovereign, but God's sovereignty doesn't guarantee you that you won't be. Uh, negatively impacted by the horrible things that can happen on this planet. Right? I, I think I think we 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 can agree with that, right? That I'm not sovereignly protected from pain and suffering. But I do believe that we are to trust in God. So we have to have a balanced approach to all of this. The doomsday clock has been set to 90 seconds to midnight. I I just spent about 15 minutes trying to just kind of work through my own thoughts on it. What are your thoughts? Email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com about your thoughts on the clock, 90 seconds to midnight. I know I'm going to get some. I don't care. They're always wrong. I understand that. And feel free to go ahead and tell me that. Uh, I know that's, a, that's probably what I'm going to get a, a, a lot of emails that say. But I think it's at least something to consider. And I do apologize for uh, in the middle of that. I, all of a sudden, the iPad to my left was telling me a new, a new, you just started a webcast. And I'm over here looking to my right, looking at the indicator. I'm like, well, everything says there's no problem. Everything says that we are in the green. I don't believe anything turned red. What happened? But yet we are getting wild fluctuations. I don't know. I don't know if we lost audio. If you were listening on the Church One app, if we did lose audio, 
for any amount of time. If you could email me, newsif at yahoo.com, newsif at yahoo.com, and tell me that, then I will seek to make some changes here. Sometimes it's just a matter of restarting the modem, just making sure making sure I'm connected either to the Wi-Fi extender or just, just verify that everything is good to go. So that's where if I do any other live broadcast today, I can ensure that everything works appropriately. So an email just saying, nope, I listened to you. And I don't know, I did get the second notification, but I did not lose audio. Hey, if it sends out an extra notification, that's irritating for you but at least make sure that there's no uh, interruption in the broadcast. So if you could tell me that, that would be good. All right. Newsif at yahoo.com. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. That is your today's focus for January the 25th, 2023. Thanks for listening. God bless. <laughs>